Have you ever wondered how a narcissist is able to capture you? How they're able to weave everything in a web of manipulation and control to be able to get you to the place that you are completely stuck, that you're completely hooked on them. Maybe you found yourself like feeling like charmed or like drawn in by their flattery or their attention or some of the things that you did. Maybe you found them repulsed by them, but still drawn to them at the same time. Like what is actually happening there? Like a lot of times you get to the place and you all of a sudden you realize like their true nature and their true intentions. You're like, how did this happen? How did I even get stuck in this? So I want to talk to you about a couple things today about the tactics that narcissists oftentimes use to capture the targets, to hold their targets and to like keep them. Okay. From like the initial stages of like flirting and seduction down to the more insidious manipulation and control that you're going to see inside of the relationship. We're going to break that down. So there's going to be five different things that I want to talk to you about today. Okay. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. Trying to help people get awareness about narcissistic abuse. How's that shown up in my life? How I've demonstrated that and how it's been hidden in your life for maybe a long period of time. Maybe this is the first time you're coming to some of this information. You're like, I didn't realize this is what I'm dealing with. Well, if you know other people, share it with them. Because as soon as you're able to share, you're able to liberate some people that might be stuck in a toxic environment. You never know who you can help. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, you can go to rawmotivations.com. We'd love to help you out. We'd love to have you join our Thriver community to help you move forward in your healing to who you're actually called to be. So when we talk about this aspect of narcissists and how they manipulate and how they capture you, one of the first ones that oftentimes is common that people talk about is love bombing. Okay, this is the stage when the narcissist shows you attention, flattery, gifts, and makes you feel like the most important person in the world. Like this specialty of I am desired by this person. This person cares about me. And you're like, well, that seems like great, right? Well, the problem is it's like this overwhelming experience that's meant to create this sense of emotional attachment, this emotional connection, and also dependency. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Like it's this place where they start to get you used to a certain level of communication. So for instance, say you're actually texting back and forth with them every single day, like almost like 24-7. Like this piece of like, this person cares about me. This person gives me attention. This person wants to be in my life. And so you start to feel that draw. You start to feel that pull and it becomes this almost like addiction. And then as it slowly starts to pull away, you're like, wait a second, what did I do wrong? And you chase harder, you chase faster. Uh, So think of it this way, like even with like the text messaging idea, the nurses may send you like dozens of text messages a day. Okay, tell you how amazing you are, pump you up, make grand declarations of love. Like a lot of times you'll see this early on in the relationship, like two weeks in, man, like I just cannot wait to marry you. And you're like, whoa, wasn't expecting that. And then they're like, I'm just kidding. Like, but it would be awesome. And like they start pulling you in slowly by slowly by slowly, just in the initial stage. A lot of times love bombing is very fast. Okay, it's not always, but a lot of times it is very fast where it's ramped up. The speed in which they get with you is very quickly compared to a regular relationship or compared to what you would normally date. Narcissists, it seems to move very fast. You need to understand the narcissistic time compression. Like a day with a narcissist sometimes can be like a week. A week can be like a month. A month can be a quarter. Like these happen really quickly because stuff is packed into it. 
Like the first relationship, you're talking about kids and you're like, how did I even get here? And all of a sudden you start to realize this person's been pumping you up from the very start in order to manipulate, in order to control you. So the second aspect of how they capture you is this aspect of mirroring. Narcissists are experts at being able to mirror their targets. Now, sometimes this is like chameleon effect of like where they're changing personalities, preferences, desires, like different things like that to be able to get with you. When they use this, they'll use information to be able to help themselves seem like the perfect match, like the best person, creating a false sense of compatibility, connection. And a lot of times you're like, this is my soulmate. This is the best person ever because I connect with them. I understand who they actually are. So for me, a big aspect of mirroring came down to music and movies, okay? Like that was one of like my go-tos. It was an easy one. I'd connect with someone about the music that they listened to. We'd share playlists, we'd interact, I'd see their music, I'd look at the stuff they listened to, all these kind of things to be able to get a better idea of who they are of who they, like, how they interacted, what they thought, what they processed. A lot of times I could take a look at a person that I was with, I could take a look at their music and I could know exactly how they felt. Sometimes I could know how they felt even before they knew how they felt because I was looking and seeing the nuances there and being like, wait a second, this is what's going on. So then I would take that and I would mirror it back to them. Like then they would say, oh my gosh, like you have the same music. Like you connect in the same exact way. We are so much alike. And I'm like, I know, right? It's kind of crazy. It's like that was the whole aspect of being able to connect and build a connection with other people. You have to understand there's a big part of this that happens really subtly and really quickly. So like side note here on, on building a connection, okay? Building a connection and building a friendship and building like a manipulation control piece sometimes look very similar. Okay, this is why it's hard to be able to differentiate early on because you can't actually look at the other person and be like, hey, can you just peel back all of the love bombing, manipulation, love, whatever it might be, and just tell me your intentions? Like, they're not always going to do that, right? So, like, there's a piece of it that's really hard. So, I want you to consider, like, a quick tactic that a lot of times I would use in a relationship to connect to someone, okay? I'll be able to connect to someone for through an experience, through something that happened, and it doesn't have to be big. So let's say we're walking along the road with a bunch of friends and you trip, okay? And you just like stumble. You don't really like fall face forward, but you just like stumble and like it's like a laugh. It's like a moment that like I'm there. I laugh with you, kind of like joke about it, things like that. Later on, okay, later on that day, later on, you know, that week or something like that, like I see you again and we have an interaction. Now this interaction might be around other friends and I bring that up again. Okay, just a small little thing that I bring up again. What it does is in that moment, it slowly isolates you from everybody else because I'm sharing an experience that I had with you that no one else there had. So everybody's like, oh, like they have. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Something, you know, that kind of thing. Okay, but it connects me to you in that moment, and it brings back some of those same, like, funny feelings. Okay, this is why a lot of times a narcissist will do something mean and then, like, do something nice. Like, do something mean, then do something nice. Back and forth. Because if they can lower, like, the aspect of how bad it was, then it feels good all of the time. Our bodies want to automatically go to that. So there's a piece of like connection of like, oh, like we had this moment and you're like, oh yeah, like that was funny. And it starts to build this kind of connection bond between two people. Okay. So that's a lot of times how a narcissist gets with you. And then what's actually happening like in the relationship that keeps you captured. 
Okay, so the first one is gaslighting. And this aspect is not just lying. Too many times people phrase and show people being like, oh, like they're just gaslighting you. Yes or not completely, okay? So gaslighting is a specific form of psychological manipulation and abuse that makes you doubt the reality, your own feelings, your own thoughts, and your memory. So it's not enough for the narcissist to be like, no, that didn't happen, but it's no, that didn't happen, and I feel like you might actually be going crazy, okay? They're not gonna say that, but that's the idea, okay? They're gonna twist your words, deny reality, make you feel crazy in the moment, and cause you to question your sanity, cause you to question like your judgment of a situation. So like for instance, like they might accuse you of being overly emotional, over irrational, paranoid when you're expressing concerns about their behavior. A lot of times we'll see this where you have a gut feeling that they're cheating on you and like they're just gonna blow it off. Like what are you talking about? This is just a friend that I run with every single day. Like why would this be an issue? Like yeah, we go away on trips for like different events, but like yeah, we don't do anything. And a lot of times your gut is right but they're gonna tell you that you misremembered things, that you don't know what you're talking about, and that you're making things up to start drama. Like they'll switch it back around on you, okay? The, the third, well, fourth thing um, is isolation, okay? A lot of times narcissists are gonna to try to cut you off from other people. Like if, you've, if you're in a narcissistic relationship right now, take a good evaluation of your friends and your families around you, okay? Has that increased or has that decreased being with this person? Odds are typically is that it's decreased, that the narcissist has slowly pulled you away from your friends, your family, your support system so that they can't actually breathe truth into your life. Like this makes you more dependent on them. It makes them get more validation, more supply from you. And they turn that all around of like you no longer have those people in your life to be able to tell you, hey, what's actually going on? A lot of times if you had friends and family in your life that saw this behavior, they would help you question it. Like they would be like, that doesn't seem okay. Like that doesn't seem right. And a lot of times this isn't happening by narcissists being like, no, you're not allowed to have friends, never can go out. Like they're not doing that, okay? But they're doing these small, subtle things that make you feel bad if you actually go out with friends or family or if you interact with those people. You're spending more time with them. You're sharing our problems with the world. Like you, this is something that's internal that we need to work on as a couple. Like you need to stop bringing in your friends and family into our marriage issues. Like all these things are going to happen to try to be able to slowly be like, oh, okay, so I shouldn't talk to them about this. Or I shouldn't interact with them. And they're just like, exactly, you should only talk to me. Okay, that's what's happening. And a lot of times people think like, oh, no, I wouldn't be isolated. They wouldn't do this to me. But they're slowly discouraging you, keeping you away from those people. Like sometimes it's just emotional manipulation, like making you feel guilty that you actually spent time with people, making it all about them. Or like you go out and you spend time with your friends and you come back and you get the silent dreamer for like a day and you're like, what did I do wrong? Oh, it must be because I went out with my friends. So it slowly is like, if I want to go out with my friends, here's the price I have to pay. Like they're going to be mad at me for a day or two. Okay. Uh, last but not least is devaluation. When the narcissist starts to criticize, insult, devalue you, put you down, and it starts to erode your self-esteem because they've built you up to make you feel so great, and then they'd be like, yeah, you're not so great. Like, yeah, you have a great job, and yeah, you make a lot of money, but you work too hard, and you value that over me. So I don't really think that you actually care about me. Like, there's all this, like, push-pull, and you're like, wait a second. You valued this. You loved this. You cared about this. This is one of the things you said you loved about me. And you start to realize it actually was fake. It was just something that they were using to try to prop up or push up your ego so they could pull it back so they could be in control. A lot of times this is a gradual process, okay? But a lot of times with grandiose, you will see this happen over big events where you see the mass drop 
after marriage, after having a kid, after getting engaged, after moving in together, all these different things will happen. And you're like, whoa, like this is different. Like this person changed. Now, sometimes it's like they're going to start making comp- uh, make comments about your appearance, about your intelligence, about your compl- uh, accomplishments, about your education, about different things to be able to compare you to other people, to be able to put you down, triangulate, or to make you feel like you've never been good enough. How many of you right now feel like you've never been good enough for your narcissist? You need to understand like there's a piece of it that you were never good enough for them because their standards didn't even match up to reality. Because like what they wanted was a slave that adored them. If you didn't match up to that, then they went on to the next person over and over and over again. If you're in a relationship right now and you feel like, oh, these things are happening, but I just don't know what's actually true. I don't know what's real. I want to invite you to take the seven-day challenge. It's $7 for you to invest in you to start your journey, to understand what narcissistic abuse actually is. The guilt that you're facing of being with a narcissist, of how long you've been with them, or of the guilt of like leaving, of like, do I actually leave? They need my help. All these things are going to be addressed inside there. You're going to access videos, access texts. You're going to be in a community with other people that are going through at the same time as you. To be able to understand, hey, this is what's happening. This is what I'm seeing. This is me understanding that I'm not alone. Go to escapetoxicity.com, click on the seven-day challenge, start that off. Start that journey just to be able to see, just to be able to understand. If you're unsure, there's a couple of videos there to show you what it's about. If you want to talk to me, if you want to interact with me one-on-one, whether that's coaching and trying to help you break free from the toxic relationship or how do we put back the pieces moving forward, of building the boundaries, of setting up the goals, the vision and values of the directions that we're going, you can go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-ones. We'd love to help you move forward in your healing journey.